I cannot stand Mr. Baseball. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I kind of I tried to throw a little bit back. Love that logo, love that jersey, love that color scheme, everything about it. Welcome, everyone, to episode 75 of the None Other Sports Podcast. This is home of sports talk for the average Joe. My name is Jason. I'm David. And welcome aboard. Hey, uh, let's start this off in tribute to the great, legendary game show host and celebrity golfer, Bob Barker. The price is wrong, bitch. (laughs) All right. I just had to to throw that out there. Um, For those of you listening, uh, I have a Bob Barker beating up. Happy Gilmore uh, golf towel that I, I showed to the screen for those of you not watching on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with all of you. I am recovering from COVID. I'm going to try to mute myself coughing during this recording. I may not get to it the entire time. And for that, I apologize. Um, I got nothing else at the moment. Sorry, that was me fighting back a cough. See? being honest with you um <laughs> as david laughs hey it happens you know i've yeah trust me i get it it's and anybody else gets it, it's just how it is it's it's a horrible thing all right let's let's get into this the nfl is kick well it's kicked off last night was yep. the first game um let me just say game. This. <laughs> let me preface it with this thursday games suck they really need to do away with Thursday games. But they're never going to do that. Uh, so the NFL's considered it a few times, but then they get big fat paychecks for it, and then they don't. That's the point. They're never going to do that. But they get that, they get that nice chunk of change. They're and... aware that Thursday games suck. And they're aware that Thursday games are potentially hazardous for the health of the players. Because they're not getting enough time to rest before those games. This well, if you play on a Sunday, standards. you play on a Sunday, you go play on a Thursday, then you only got so many days just to practice and rest. What if you play Monday and you play Thursday? Then you're even more foobard. Right. Um, so the Chiefs you know, aren't off to a good start. They lost Travis Kelsey, which um, that'll tie into fantasy football, although I don't have him this year. I I didn't pick him. I, I, just, I chose not to pick him this year, and I think I... I made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of final, or yeah, speaking of uh, fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, are we going to do it now, or are we going to talk about the Chiefs? Because I can talk about it now. I don't care. Don't matter, because I know how you are with fantasy football. Oh, uh, yeah. I got two teams going. I got the other ship uh, league. Uh, that one I'm projected to finish third, uh, and I have my office league. Which is even better because now I'm back in that that unit. <laughs> um, so, um, let me see here what I'm projected to finish in that league. I had to go back into my Yahoo account. Uh, give me one second here. Said maybe the normal second, like you always do. I almost always finish second. And that's my point. You know, it's so, like every uh, time I every time we talk, it's like I finished. What the hell? That's all I hear. <laughs> I don't like how they have this set up now this year, so just bear with me here. Oh, God, I love changes. 
Gotta love it. I just don't like. I don't like Yahoo. I, I actually prefer uh, ESPN. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm projected to finish second with a nine and six record. <laughs> but, so here's the thing with my office league. This the one guy. Every year he has an A plus draft, right? That's his draft game. Great. Every year it's A plus. Every year he auto drafts. Every year he never finishes at the top team like he's always projected to. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good your draft is. It matters how good you manage your team. And those are two different things. So yes, do I draft and end up? At, and I'm always projected for second place. Yes. But there have been years where I end up in second place simply because I lost the championship, not because I finished overall like second place. Like that was a discussion in the office the one year because uh, my buddy Jesse, who listens, he had he had the most points and I had the best record. And we were basically one A and one B and then he beat me in the playoffs. That's how I I finished in second. Gotta love it. So a lot of times uh, we've talked and you've just been so frustrated. Like, I give up. I'm never doing this again. Never. I'm done. <laughs> uh, fantasy football is is very frustrating. Um, you don't the say. Draft, the draft is almost, for me, the draft is almost always the most frustrating part. Now, this year I didn't have a game plan. I'm just like, I'm going to figure out, based on my draft pick, who my best options are for my needs. You know, you have to balance... You have to balance bye weeks. You have to balance schedules. So, like, you don't want to have too many people with the same bye week, which unfortunately it, that happens sometimes just based on your needs and who's available at that moment when you're drafting. Because, like, going in with a game plan almost always fails. Go figure. Um, like, I don't, at this point, I don't look to get specific players. I look to get specific positions. So, ideally, I like to get at least a running back and a wide receiver for my first two picks and kind of like form a core around that. Um, which is pretty much what I did with both teams. I, I think both picks, both first picks were Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, I know. I figured you'd be happy with that. <laughs> I hope he performs well. I'm projected to win both games this week, so I, I can't complain too, too much. <laughs> if George Kittle could get healthy, though, that would make things a lot. Yeah, better. I know. Trust me. I took him over Travis Kelsey, which is debatable. Trust me, I know. It, um, mm. Trust me, some of the injuries I've seen, it's just like, oh, come on, really? <laughs> If if I could get him healthy, that would probably put me over the top for my office league game. Well, right now, according to uh, MEC Sports, he's questionable right now. Yeah, he's still questionable for Sunday. I just looked. So, yay, injuries. Yep. Yay. <laughs> and you've pointed out to me here with the, us talking about the kickoff of the season that uh, the NFL has a new kickoff rule. Do you want to get into that? I just don't understand why they need a fair catching for a kickoff. Well, what's the explanation for the rule? 
basically the kickoff is you know for the kickoff now i understand if it goes out of the end zone or you do a fair catch in the end zone it goes to the 25 yard line but apparently if you do a fair catch anywhere like between 25 and the end zone it goes to the 25 instead of where you do the fair catch at from what i've read now i may be wrong but that's what i've read Unless I misread it, but that's what I was getting out of it. Your cat, okay. your, you know, your cat has something to uh, say. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want to talk. I have two cents um, here. <laughs> so this is based on a rule change that, that college football has been using since around 2018. Um, so, I mean... We're probably used to it from the college game, so just I don't think it's going to be a big, a big thing to get used to in the pro game. And most players since that time period probably are playing in the NFL anyway. So this is a rule they're already familiar with. Um, I don't see a huge issue with it. And I understand that the idea is to drive down the concussion rate. Um, I want to drive down the concussion rate. Take the what the XFL does for kickoffs. You know, they do, that. do that. I mean, that I found more exciting than anything for kickoffs because I saw some really good returns just for that. I mean, if they want to take, if they want to do to lower concussions, to lower high impact, use that. Yeah, that's As, not a bad idea. I mean, he, they won't adopt any XFL rules until the XFL folds because that's what they did last time. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, uh, rules that actually work and lower. That's how we got Skycam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Skycam. At this point, it's going to be all NFL all the time on your major sports networks. Um, which is annoying to me, is how I will word it. That good, huh? It's a big reason why I don't watch a lot of ESPN, um, to be truthful with you. Uh, it's still baseball season for me. We aren't even in playoffs yet. Well, the thing is, though, with the NFL once all, you know, be everywhere, but yet the NFL Sunday ticket is so damn expensive right now. Uh, I hate to tell you this; it's always been expensive. Yeah, but it seems like it's it's been it's ridiculous. just it's just only been expensive for Directv viewers. <laughs> now, now it, there's a little bit more access to it, and people are finding out. Jesus, this isn't a deal. I mean, here's the thing: if if Sunday Ticket is good, if you live in an area where your team doesn't play. Like, you know, I'm a San Francisco fan, so that would be perfect. Right. But for me to pay that much money for one to watch one team. Right. Is does it really pay? Is it really? Well, there's there's other things to think about with that. Like. I know people who get it every year and they would miss like they might miss one local game because there's a Ravens game or there's a Steelers game that happens to be on the same channel that the, the Eagles were on or the Ravens were on. Like 
you're going to miss like one game. Why are you pay- paying Sunday ticket for that? When like, I know what we do every now and then we haven't done in a couple of years is we'll get red zone. It's red zone for fantasy football purposes is really, really fun. It takes you to pretty much all the big plays of the game as they happen. So if like someone's on a scoring drive, that becomes the priority game that they'll show on red zone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand the purpose for like for the big NFL fans that want to watch every single game and all of that. Because look what we did with Sun, you know, with the uh, when with the center ice package, right? So I understand it for that. But for the people who just like like you know, like me, I don't really want to sit there and I to watch every game. I normally just put on the games that are on the TV, and that's normally it. I'm good with that. right, and that's what a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I understand you got those big fans that want to have like four TVs going with four different games and things like that. My thing is with the money you're paying for Sunday ticket comparatively, like, like in exchange for a center ice, you're getting a lot less for your money than you would be for a different sport, just based on the amount of games that are played. Um, so I think there's there's how do I want to word it? I feel like maybe to the diehard fan you're getting your money's worth, but looking at it from a cost effective standpoint, you're paying a lot of money per game than you would be compared to a different sports big ticket thing. Fair enough. Yeah, no, that's spend the ten bucks and just get red zone. Make your life easier. <laughs> you can watch all the games, or at least all the clips of the games. <laughs> yeah, Red Zone is good for that. But yeah, the Dude, Chiefs I, definitely... I gotta be honest, I like it. I like Red Zone a lot. I think it's it's super convenient. Oh, I've seen Red Zone before, yeah. I mean, I've seen it. Um, yeah, no, I've, I enjoy watching it when it was on, you know, when, when I had it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, let's go to the Chiefs and their bad start. Or do we want to call it the Lions' good start? Because this might be like the, the top of the season for the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably, probably be the top of the Lions just because they just, you know, dethroned the Chiefs. On, uh, in all honesty, I think the, the Chiefs are a good team, but they're missing a big weapon now with Kelsey being out. And Kelsey um, has always been a big, big part of that. Yeah, he's one of Patrick Mahomes' favorite targets. Exactly. Um, other things to think about, though. Um, this is a team that constantly has to play under pressure. The Chiefs have been that, very successful, and that's why. And that, But that gets to be exhausting. Even with this being the first game, they don't. they look tired. They don't quite look like they're that team like they're going to have they they're going to have to get themselves in that that locker room in order to be the team that's predicted to to you know be the top team yet again I mean don't get me wrong it's just the first game getting the jitters out and all Yeah that. but if you're if you're the the reigning Super Bowl champions there shouldn't be jitters you got to come out firing there should be this should be like an old hat at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree that you got to come out firing on all cylinders just to get going and 
I mean, there's a there was a lot of mistakes that were made last night. And time. it looked like the ignition wasn't turning over is how it looked. Yeah, there's just a lot of mistakes, a lot of miscues, a lot of like, wow, this is really, this is this is it. This is the it team. It was painful to watch, but I'm not I mean, writing their season off. They just got to figure game. out what's going on. Well, I heard from well, just from watching some of the highlights and watching some of the uh, other reports, a lot of false starts that weren't called. A lot of there, there, there's a lot of stuff that was blatantly obvious that just weren't even called for. You know that that the Chiefs were doing, right? So, so uh, I always love some of the headlines. Uh, the Lions beat two teams, the the refs, uh, team refs, and and the Chiefs. <laughs> I forget what headline that was from, but yeah, I started laughing at that one. Uh, you know, it's just the first seat, you know, first game. So it's, you know, right. Right. It is just the first game and there's plenty of games to go around. Um, well, like you said, the chiefs are held right now to such a high standard because of the success they've had, you know, in prior years. They're pretty much from what uh, I have a friend of mine. I was talking to him with about it. Basically, he said he hates to see the Chiefs win because, well, they're turning into the Patriots. That's that's exactly what he said. And I, I don't think it's that bad yet. Um, keywords yet. Keywords yet. And, and I would say Andy Reid is a a far better coach than than Bill Belichick. Um, here's an interesting side. Andy Reid is one of those coaches that you love to be around, love to have, and actually deserves the wins. The walrus, um, you know, because he is that type of person. So here's some th- some interesting food for thought here. Um, on the on the athletics uh, preseason power rankings that came out prior to Thursday's game, four of the five top teams were from the AFC, which tells you how tight the AFC is right now. What were the tops? Number one were the Chiefs. Two were the Eagles. They're the lone NFC team in the top five. The Bengals, the Bills, and the Jaguars. Jaguars up there. All right. The next NFC team isn't until the uh, the seventh ranked team, and that is the Cowboys. Ugh. So I'm going to go on a limb here. I think a lot of the sports writers are buying way too hard on the Jets. Well, they have uh, Aaron Rodgers now, so... Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback he was five years ago. You're not buying Aaron Rodgers at his peak. You're buying Aaron Rodgers... On the decline. This is this is like Montana going to Kansas City. Favre. I didn't want to make the obvious comparison, but yeah, he's more Favre than Montana. But that was the obvious one based on Favre's trajectory and the teams he played for. Um, Again, I understand. <laughs> except that Aaron went there without retiring. Right. I understand that Rodgers is going to have some really great 
weapons this year to throw to. I understand that. But his weapons are only going to be as good as he is as a quarterback and as a leader. And Aaron Rodgers has some leadership issues. He is not exactly a good team captain. I've heard that. I've heard that about him. And if you're, I mean, you're a quarterback, you got to command your team. That is, I mean, you're, you're the captain of the team. You're the one who runs it. I'm just going to say it. He doesn't have big Johnson energy is what I'm hearing. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the the note to end it now. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah, that I, I was. Yeah, who knows how? I mean, it's gonna be interesting how a lot of teams. They're, they're a little too positive on on the Jets just because he's got options and weapons. Does not mean he can use them still. I mean, you can have as many. You can have as many. As many good players on a one team as you want. That does not look mean at the Rams last year. Jack. That does not mean anything. If you don't mesh together, like if you don't have that chemistry, that means nothing. So I don't know how many times I've seen where, of course, I always revert back to hockey as a result because I've seen it several times. Rangers of the 90s, they had all these all-stars and, and just could do anything. Well, if this falls in the same thing with the Jets, they have these great players and all of a sudden they can't well, do they're great young players it's not like they're free agents that they spent a lot of money on they're they're young guys the teams had who just happened to grow and come along and they're at a point where they should be really great wide receivers but should they're only going here. to be as good as the passes rogers can get off and i just i don't know does i'm not buying in magic on does he still have that magic we we will find out. All right, we will. Football has started, and it's going to be an interesting season. I think. I think a lot of the pe- the teams that we are told are the favorites may not perform up to snuff. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be very interesting. I think. So on that note, you good? I'm good. All right. That's the end of the first. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at Fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together.
All right, welcome back to the second half of the Another Sports Podcast. Uh, in this second half, and I think this is a good topic here, David. Um, you want to talk about custom designs on bats and cleats? Because we know how in uh, I, I just thought of this one after the uh, the Little League uh, Classic was on, and you had Bryce Harper having the uh, Philly Fanatic bat. Was who was a Trey Turner with the number two pencil? Uh, I think that was uh, Bryson Stott, if I remember correctly. It was either Stott or Bohm. A bunch of the players had had customized bats, kind of like what they do for the uh, the home run derby. And yes, the number two pencil bat was fantastic. That was great. I I thought that was fantastic. Okay. Yes, that was that was actually Bryson Stott. I thought it was Trey Turner, but no. So it was uh, Bryson Stott. as a car carrying member. Of the Uniwatch community. <laughs> Gotta get that out there. We are known for our, uh, our, our noticing details. And one of my favorite things about the number two pencil bat was the matte finish on the eraser end of the bat. I, I thought that was so clever. It was a cool concept of what they did with it. I mean, that was perfect, especially with the Little League World Series right there with the kids and all that. Just that was neat to see. And honestly, I think that should be something that I think MLB or just baseball in general, not just MLB, but just baseball in general should have. Um, yes and no. I think for spe- here's here's why I'm yes or no. I think it's a great concept. I love it when they do it. However, I think if they do it all the time, it loses it's specialness. It uses its uniqueness and it loses what makes it stand out when you do see it. Um, you know, keep it for special occasions, do it for the home run derby, do it for the all-star game, even do it for the little league classic. Um, keep it for those special moments where it's appropriate. I can see that. That's just me. I'm teetering the line here between old school and new school. I'm, I'm okay with it but I don't want it to lose what makes it special. No, yeah, I, I, I do see your point with that. I do see your point of trying to keep it to where, like, if you keep doing it all the time, it, it may, okay, yes, it loses its lackluster. Oh, yeah, another, you know, another weird bat. Ooh, ah. But yet, like you said, do it in a special event. Ooh, wow, that's really neat. That's that's a cool design. That's a pretty good concept. That, you know, I, I, I do see both aspects of it. You know, need to see and also, you know, kids to see like the different bats of just like, right. oh, that's his bat. That's, you know, that's so-and-so's bat or something like that. You know, just to kind of maybe bring kids more to the game of just having it more colorful in that aspect. Right. And I get that. Um, so, again, well, like you said, it's a double-edged sword. It is. Unfortunately, it is. Because if you do it too often, it loses what makes it special and it and it. And it you take for granted the work that goes into some of these bats. Like if, if they were doing special bats like this all the time, I'd stop paying attention to the small details. Because why would I need to care? That's just me. No, no. Like I said, it's a double-edged sword because it's one of those things where, like you said, it's great for special events, great for special things. But yet every day it's going to be like, uh, okay, yep, here he is again. Here is so-and-so's bat of whatever. So I get that. Now, what do you think of the NFL cleats? Should that be a thing if someone wants to have special cleats? 
No, they never will. But do you think they should? Like even for just special events, so, like you know, like cancer awareness the- or something like that, without getting fined? Because um, I was I I uh, da, 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 da. five thousand because of the NFL's deals with specific shoe companies and blah blah blah. They can put the logo um, on it. They're still wearing their shoes. They that you can see the logo. You can see all that. What's the difference? And still get paid five, and still get fined five thousand dollars just for wearing a different set of cleats, which is a drop in the bucket for most of these players. Um, here's the thing: MLB does unique cleats all the time. You know, everyone listening knows I'm a big diehard Phils fan. I follow the guy on TikTok who does all the custom-made cleats for the Phils. I'll watch the videos of him presenting Stott or Bohm or Sosa with their custom cleats that he made for them for a specific game. And the guy puts a lot of hard work into him. I think it's super cool. Do I notice the cleats when I'm watching the game? I don't. But I pay attention to his videos when I'm on TikTok. And I, I can respect what he does. So MLB's for as old-fashioned and stingy as MLB supposedly is, and they are, they're cool with custom cleats. The reason the NFL is never going to do it is because the NFL does not want to make waves. <laughs> and the NFL is going to hear about it from whomever the, well, our team's supposed to wear this, or this player's supposed to wear this. And it, it, it'll never happen because the NFL's in the business of making everyone happy and pissing everyone off at the same time. Whereas to some degree, MLB doesn't fight these small battles anymore because it's just that it's just that small battle. You know, oh, Aaron Judge of the Yankees wants to wear a cut. Well, that's not going to fucking happen because it's the Yankees. Um, What's that? (laughs) I went to say Aaron Judge is wearing custom cleats, but then I realized he's a Yankee and the Yankees don't do stuff like that. Which that's a whole other topic for next season, but supposedly the Yankees are going to have a City Connect jersey. We already know my thoughts on the City Connect jersey. There's no way, no way, anyone is going to like the Yankee City Connect jersey. <laughs> Yankees fans, I guarantee you, Yankees fans are going to hate it. I can see that very quickly. Because Yankees are so hyped up with tradition of just regular old school baseball. Well, yes, the Yankees are traditionalists with their uniform, but I will say it like this and I will make the comparison to Penn state. Why mess with something that's already good. When you have, when you have a perfect uniform, why would you mess with it? Penn state has nothing you can add to it. All you're going to do is take away from it. Yeah, Penn State hasn't changed anything with their uniforms in how long? You've never seen Penn State do a black-for-black-sake uniform. You've never seen the Yankees do something like that. No. Because, like I said, why fix it? You know? Be like Elsa, let it go. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Um, To what? (laughs) Could be worse. You know what I'm curious of? How many of our listeners know who was the first goalie to wear a custom-painted mask? I know you know. I'm not quizzing you. I'm curious how many of our listeners know. That would be something. I. What's funny is I can see the mask right now in my head without even looking it up. Great. I'm drawing a blank. 
I'm literally drawing a blank now. Well, you you shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't, but I am. Because it's someone who played for your favorite team. I mean, I can see the mask in my head. I'm just, I'm actually looking at right now. I'm looking at the mask. White and orange. Yep. Doug Falville. Now, you weren't supposed to say anything, so I wanted the listeners to. I know, but yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot anyways. The hell with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hell with it. But no, I literally was just drawing a blank. I was like, I see it in my head. I see it. I, you know. Sorry, it was eating me because I was like, I know it. I see it. I just drawn a blank with it. I mean, I find it fantastic that goalies are allowed to do that just with their masks to create a whole bunch of different array of right. things. Like Curtis Joseph did a dog for Cujo because of his name. Yeah. Uh, especially when he was with Toronto, it was blue. When he went to when he went to Detroit, he turned it red. That was neat to see a red Cujo, you know, mask. Try uh, to think. One had. Uh, Who had the Canadians logo on? They played for the Canadians, and they're they had the logo painted on their mask. I think Wad had had it on his mask when he was. No, I'm talking like a guy in the 70s or 80s. Like oh. Before, or Wa. Oh. I we we I know I I can't think of the name and I'm looking. Um, that's that's the evolution of the mask. So I know some of uh, Felix Potvin had Felix the cat on his helmet. Sony for Ottawa had uh, Marvin the Martian. I'm trying to, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I know I'll find it when it's too late. Um, yeah, that's how it always works. But darn it, I'm looking. Um, Ken Dryden. Why do I feel I have that name now rings a bell in my head for when we were up in the Hall of Fame and I have his helmet picture, Toronto. Go through my files here to see about that picture because like I said, that name rings a bell from the Hall of Fame. Like that I have his picture from the Hockey Hall of Fame. God, I have so many pictures. Those are almost 20-year-old pictures. 18. I said almost 20. Well, I know they're 18 because my niece is 18. <laughs> anyway. So um, I know, uh, oh, who was it that had the penguin's mask that had the... Uh, it looked like a penguin. Yeah, like uh, for, uh, for, from the uh, Tim Burton's Batman. But yeah, Dry- means- I, I, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at Ken Dryden's mask right now as a Canadian, but it wasn't painted. The one that okay. um, the one that I'm shown wasn't painted. He used it from '70 to '73. Gotcha. It just looked like the wire mask, and that was it. Right, right. That's all it was. It wasn't even painted. That's why it was ringing in my head. Gotcha. But the one who did the penguin mask that looked like the penguin from the Batman uh, when. Uh, the second Batman with uh, Michael Keaton, Kenny Reckett. Okay. He used it from the 95-96. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because I'm literally looking at my Hall of Fame pictures when, when we went up, when me, and, when me and my brother went up uh, on some of them. You know, you got to love goalie mask. 
that you just unique. And that's one thing I liked about, you know, when they did the baseball, you know, baseball bats for the Lily World Series classic and just uniqueness. The idea behind yes. it. You know, like the number two pencil for starters. <laughs> that was a great Bryce's fanatic one was good, but I mean, as soon as that. And I saw a picture of of the number two pencil bat two days before the game because a photo of it leaked onto Reddit. Um, so I was prepared to see it, although it was misattributed to Bryce. So I was waiting for Bryce to break that bat out. And then I saw Stott had it. But I mean, just great concept. Um, and I'm all for it. I look forward to seeing that kind of stuff. At the appropriate time. Yeah, like, you know, like we said, it was a double edged sword. You know, you want to see it because it's unique, but yet you don't want to lose its lackluster to keep that excitement going. Right. Well, I'm good on this one. I'm good on it as well. So All if right. you're good and I'm good, that's the end of the second half. All right, let's give a quick plug to uh, our friend Dave, him and his buddies Greg and Jake at the 2216 podcast. It is a small town rural firefighter podcast where they share stories about their time as first responders. Um, they always have very interesting discussions and dialogue um, and you can find them wherever you get your podcasts uh, please check them out if that's something that you think you'll be interested in um, coming up in this month at some point I will be on the other ship podcast we recorded last week uh, we talked about underrated sports films and I definitely got to talk about undrafted and the final season uh, Mr. Baseball of course um, I talked about Mystery Alaska. Mystery Alaska, um, we did five. We talked about five films, then we gave some runners, like, uh, not runners up, but some other ones we wanted to just kind of throw in honorable mentions. Um, but one of my top five was Mystery Alaska as an underrated a, sports film. That's a good it's, movie, it's a fun film. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's a great cast. I mean, Hank Azaria, Russell Crowe, Mary McCormick, or Reynolds. Oh, yeah. ton of other people are in that film. It's just a fun film. Um, so if you like sports films and you've never seen Mystery Alaska, I highly recommend it. Um, but you can find The Other Ship uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It's a pop culture podcast with a pro wrestling lean. Although we really didn't get into pro wrestling too much last episode. We kind of just stuck to the topic of uh, underrated sports films. Um, but you can find them wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I don't have anything else, David. Do you got anything? Because we can kill some time if you want. Well, I do want to say to everybody listening, thank you for listening to us for the past three years now. Yeah, it's we went completely past that. We're like a month yes. over. Um, yes, we did. And I didn't realize it till the other day. Like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> three years. But yeah. <laughs> Just started as an excuse for us to BS more the shit during COVID. Well, during the pandemic, because, um, but yeah, it just started as an excuse for us to to shoot the shit, and here we are three years later, and and you know I'm really happy we have like a a, a core group of listeners that listen to every episode. Yes, very much so. Because that means that. 
for those people, we are a part of their regular routine. And that's really cool that they think enough of what we do to make it part of whatever it is that they do during the week that our show comes out. That it is. That it is. Uh, so thank you. You know, I, I mean, we both appreciate everyone who watches us on YouTube, everyone who listens to us, everyone who Very even takes so. the time just to subscribe. Very much so. See the numbers for that too. Um, so yeah, just thank you for supporting us for the last three years. Every, every little thing you all do counts and means something to us. In a big way, because we get excited when, you know, we see like the numbers go up and up and up and like, wow, wow, I, this is neat. Sort of like how the NHL hits episode. <laughs> three in three weeks that hit forty one views. And 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 a little inside baseball, that's a lot for us. Um, because most people don't want to watch us just sit and talk about sports. You know, uh, we're we're simple dudes. We don't have a lot of flashy graphics or anything like that. It's just us here on Skype recording. Same thing as as you're listening to, you're just watching us. Um, it's yeah, not not much. highly entertaining or uh, <laughs> intuitive uh, television or video that you're watching. Um, but we definitely will plan on doing at some point more PlayStation video game stuff. Um, I got to get feeling healthy and cleared before I can do that. Um, yeah, it's kind of important. Goddamn t- jerking elbows keep me on the sidelines. Um, We stopped being family friendly a long time ago. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, Never a dull moment, though. We 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 both greatly appreciate everyone who takes the time to make us part of your lives. Uh, it just means a lot to us. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. With that, this was episode seventy-five of the Nonner Sports Podcast. You can find us at Linktree. That'll take you to all of our links, sites, accounts. However you want to find us, you can get us there. That's in the description of every show. You can also find us available for streaming or download at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. We're there, and you can find us wherever. Um and if you want to watch us on YouTube, we got the YouTube channel. That's also in the Linktree account that you can click on in the episode description. Also there, you can find our sponsors because, yes, we actually do have sponsors. Uh, if you listen to the show, you always hear the Fans Idea ad. Uh, you always hear Baseball Together. Uh, we do have a Ballsy account that you can you can click on in our, in our uh, episode description and go and get yourself some... <laughs> some some ball deodorant or ball wash or whatever you're looking for for your junk ballsy got you covered i think this is the first time we've actually mentioned the ballsy ad because i'm just i think it has it now um i think it i think it is but yeah we got that you can use that link and get a i think it's like 30 percent off or 10 percent off your first order with ballsy go and use it if you want um I worked for two years to get that that sponsorship, and I never talk about it. I'm the worst. <laughs> um, 
All right. With that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. My name's Jason. I'm David. We'll talk with you next time. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership. We'll be right back.